It's, it's almost beyond belief. She's funny, she's smart, and I would never believe a girl as beautiful could have such a great personality. Ugly duckling syndrome. What? She probably didn't get pretty till high school. Thus, the personality had to develop out of necessity. It's an evolutionary thing. You know what? I bet you're right. Mm -hmm. She's way too pretty to be so nice. Mm -hmm. And isn't that something that uh, so many people hold, that if you're not as good looking, you're going to be a lot more fun to be around. You'll be a lot more comfortable to be around. And you're probably a little brighter and a little more on the ball, where if you are... Uh, maybe the, what do they call it, the trophy wife or the very pretty, pretty person that's the head turner, you probably are an air brain. Well, what happens if that's not the case? I mean, people can be uh, not as pretty and they can be not as smart too, or they can be very pretty and very bright. So it, it's... Uh, Sometimes it's shocking to us because we always come with our own preconceptions and we just need to meet the person and realize that it is not the looks that tell the whole story. They do tell part of the story, but it's not the looks that tell the whole story. It's what you do with the looks you have and your character, and more specifically, your moral character. And by that, I don't mean self-sacrifice. I mean making yourself into a person that you're comfortable sleeping with at night, meaning you have peace of mind. You like the choices you make. You're proud of them. You think longer range about the implications of the choices you make today and how they will affect your future. Uh, do you act on the range of the moment, or do you think a little longer range? You know, I really like this guy. I want to marry him, or let me get a little more information. I like him a lot, but got to think this through and want to see what his friends tell me about him and his family and need some more data before I uh, walk right into a marriage or a relationship. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist here to take your calls and questions on anything that's stressing you out a bit. And right now I want to turn to the phones and welcome Nikki. Nikki, your, your question is about life in general. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, tell me what's going on. Um, with me, I'm the type of person I help everybody out. <laughs> okay. I have a I have a given heart. I guess you can tell that from my voice. Yeah. Um, I help everybody out, but when it's my time and when I'm in need, no yeah. one can help me. And another thing, I've been in a relationship with my son's father, and it's been we've been together eight years, and Right now, I don't know, and I think that's he. I think he's part of the reason why I'm not succeeding in life. Okay, what in particular is going on with him? Well, you're saying. L let me sum up what I'm hearing so far, Nikki, and that's that you're the you're the type of women woman who is a sweet, wonderful person who wants to help other people out, and you even consider yourself having a giving heart, that that's, that's, that's who you've made yourself. And something's going very, uh, th there's like, uh, something's gone way off track with that, because in your own relationship with your son's father, you can be very giving, but you get nothing in return. It's a one-way street. It's his way or the highway. Is that accurate? It's it's kind it's kind of like that, and I and honestly, I think he's seeing someone else. Okay, so what did, what evidence do you have that he might be cheating on you? You know, when when men men tend to change up stuff, you ask them a question, they don't hardly remember what they told you, and you know, 
Yeah, so what did he say? What happened? What was your first clue that your partner is not okay. being faithful okay. to you? Well, we were staying together at one time, and we wound up moving. I wound up moving back home, to, which is Adel, Georgia, and he lives in Valdosta, Georgia. Yeah. Which is like a 30 minute away. You know, mm-hmm. every time I call, there is a, well, I'll call you back. I'm busy, and, you know, so and he's he's making excuses. I'm focusing on my schooling like I should, worried about what he's doing. Ma'am? Yes, yes, I'm listening. So so what you're saying is that a relation, you've had a long-term, a seven-year relationship with your father, the father of your son. You guys never thought of marrying? We did, and he wanted to marry at one time, but I chose not to because I didn't want to marry with ongoing problems. Okay, I got you. So you created um, a one-way relationship. You were the giver. He was the taker, maybe not all the time, but that was the trend. And now you're hurting, and you want it to be more of a trade. A tra- we call it a trader relationship, where you rub my back, I rub your back, and guess who wins? We both win. Mm-hmm. So you both are giving, and you're both receivers. You're not. It's not just a one-way street. That is the proper relationship in all human relationships, even with a co-worker or someone, you don't want to have it a one-way street. So any good relationship is based on that principle. The The second point I want to make, and then I'll get to the affair, is that your best friend is whom? My best friend? Yeah. I don't really have a best friend. Well, you need one. And guess who it is? Who? I'm speaking with her. Oh, you? No, not me. Myself. You bet. You bet. (laughs) That you want to learn how to be the best friend you can to yourself, Nikki. You need to learn how to tend to yourself, how to nurture yourself. And if your goal is to get ahead in life and go to school and focus on school, and you're feeling tortured by, "Is is he cheating on me or not? It is proper to feel tortured. We, we all would in those type of situations. And what would your best friend tell you? Would she tell you to wrap your mind around him? No, she would tell me, don't worry about him. Um, there's other more fishes in the sea. If it's meant to be, it'll be. But focus on what's going get to get you ahead in life. You have the best, best friend that you just discovered, <laughs> honey. You you carry around that best friend within you. She's not picking on you. She's not critical. She's loving you. That That's what you want. I, tell me what's going through your mind now. What's going through my mind now? Yeah. Focus more on school. Wonderful. And that's coming from whom? Myself and my best friend. Your yourself and your best friend, and you want you can keep a journal if you want. If nobody else will read it, I don't know how how old your your kids are, but you can give yourself some pep talks in your journal. And you cannot control someone else's action. If my husband was cheating on me, I would feel devastated for a little while, but then I would want my best friend to come out and to give me encouragement to. The best revenge, they say, is to get on with your own life rather than to seek revenge on the other person. Yes, ma'am. And that's what you want to give yourself. What are you in school for? Respiratory therapist. Oh, my husband was one. 
Now, this is a little off topic, but my husband used to teach respiratory therapy to a lot of nurses. <laughs> That's a job for a bachelor, isn't it? <laughs> yes, ma'am. But no. I have my associates in it. Well, I'll yeah. finish the quarter. And, uh, I'll finish next year in April, but we can't walk until June. But by the time we walk, I want to be already registered. Okay, you are wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, my husband was a registered therapist also. And you notice your skill, what you're training yourself for is to help people do what? Respiratory, breathe, yes, right? So even your career, you want to learn how to breathe easily, to learn stress management skills, to learn skills that can put you, to, that, that really make you your own best friend, to give you more peace of mind. And if there's anything that you want to improve, I would say it's to let your best friend come out of the closet and, uh, and be, be there all the time with you. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So what's going through your mind now, Nikki? Just going, going, because I, I want to move. And, and with, with Chad, I don't think he wants change. Yeah. I think he wants to be right. He, I think he's comfortable because he works at a distribution center. He's making good money. Me, personally, I used to make good money. But when you're in school, you don't get the hours you used to make, and you're not getting the money you used to make either. Right, right. Whether you miss eight hours or you miss two hours, that's a Right, right. Are you still there? Uh-huh. Okay. So tell me, I want to share something else that I know about your best friend. You are Can feisty. You on one second. Let me find out who this is. Oh, I won't be able to do that. Um, but I do want to say to you that you are incredibly feisty, Nikki, that that energy that you have is what you want to carry through through your whole life, uh, that, that desire to get ahead, to earn more money, to make your life better. And I, I wish you the best with that. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And it's an opportunity for you to call in and ask me any question that you would ask a counselor or a therapist. And even though it's not therapy and doesn't replace therapy, it's an opportunity to get some new ideas. My number's toll-free, 1-877-DRKENNER. 